0: When you meet a man, you judge him by his clothes. When you leave, you judge him by his heart. Russian proverb. Do you put effort into your appearance or are you lazy? Does your mummy or your partner shop for your clothes? Do you feel like you can do a better job in improving your style, but you don't know where to start? Do you even iron your shirt? Welcome to The Nice Guy Show. I'm your host, Faisal Koko, and I'm joined with Chuck and Ari. Now, when it comes to style and clothing, I remember just after my breakup, after my divorce, I was in Las Vegas with two friends of mine, and we're there in the Venetian hotel, really excited. I unpack my bag, and the other guys are unpacking their bag, and I'm like, putting my clothes ready to put away in the wardrobe. I look across, and I see my friends and their clothes. Then I quickly take a look at my one, and am thinking, hmm, I started to feel this feeling of not good enough, started to feel of inferior, because their style was really sharp. They had really good clothes, they had really good style. And when I looked at mine, mine looked like old man style. And I I was in my mid thirties at that time, late thirties. And I felt really sad about this. So one day we were all going out and I asked my friend, I said, do you mind if I borrow your clothes? He said, Faisal, I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit unsure. He was a bit hesitant because he knew that I would go out, we got drinking, and there'll either be beer on, the, on his clothes. So he was a little bit hesitant because he spent a lot of money on a designer label. But finally, he, I twist him round and I wore his clothes, and I felt like a million dollars. I felt so good. I felt really confident. The night didn't go to plan, but I didn't care because I felt so good. There was something about stepping into really well-fitted clothes, someone who had taken time to mash the clothes. It just felt really amazing with this. And what it taught me was there's a lesson about the way you dress, and it reflects something, what's going on. So Chuck and Ari, when it comes to style – Is your style more what your mom taught you or your wife taught you or your partner, or is it more from where it comes from you? Let's start with you, Chuck. My style comes from me.
1: Um, My style is very, what's the word? Um, Simple. Um, Minimalistic. Like I pretty much wear fitted black t-shirts and jeans, and then I'll layer over that with either, uh, you know, outerwear or something along those lines. But I, I'm a little bit different in that I'm kind of developing a brand. And so my black t-shirts, not necessarily the brand, but they create a consistency. So when I'm shooting videos, I can shoot a video one day, and then step into the video the next day and shoot it again. And it's about for me, it's about consistency. So um, that's what my clothing has been more recently. Um, In the past, I think I've been, I kind of go from, you know, I'll spend a lot of money on clothes to going back to more kind of a simplified thing. Um, Hmm. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. The thing I focus on more than I think the, the outerwear and the shirts is uh, the accessories for me, like the watches, the, the shoes. I think that those, those two things alone can dress up your outfit really quickly. So you can have a very simplified, you know, wear a T-shirt and jeans and have a nice watch and nice shoes on and you've upped the way you look dramatically just by those two things. So and also I think you know jewelry touches rings or necklaces, things like that can also kind of up your up your look. But so that's that's where I come from. How about you, Ari?
2: I was listening to uh what you were saying about I'm I'm developing a brand. Like what a boss thing to say. Like <laughs> <laughs> how do I follow that shit up? Um <laughs> Um, I'm going to develop a brand too. I've decided. Okay. I decided that a few seconds ago.
1: Um, awesome. Yep.
2: I went out with a woman a little while ago who uh, described my style as prep adjacent.
1: Prep adjacent. And, what does that mean? And what what is that?
2: What, what does that mean? Yeah, I, I, I guess it's it's preppy ish, maybe with like a little hip hop flair. I can't believe I said that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but a little, a little bit, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Is that like half-assed?
2: Uh, like half-assed preppy. Yeah. That, well, not like fully embracing preppiness. Like I don't have like the, I don't know what the. What's the preppiest thing you can think of? Like the sweater wrapped around an your neck,
1: Izod shirt, an Izod yeah. polo.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 preppy-ish. Um, you know, I I like uh, fitted clothes, tailored clothes. Um, so like, uh, that was something that I learned to appreciate from my ex. Um, you know, she she was an influence on on my style. She, she and her family really. You know, like um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but like for my for my wedding, they had uh, they had me and the people on the wedding party get tailored suits at a really nice place it's called Balani in Chicago. Never done something like this before. Um, you know, so I'm picking out the fabric, I'm picking out like a really cool lining inside, the cuff links, getting you know like monogrammed uh shirts uh, you know it was, it was just stuff i'd never done before um and and i learned to appreciate from
0: that experience um, was that making you was that making you feel because i i was reading the notes about when you were writing this that there was there was some shame coming up
2: well i just you know that was an experience that it was it was like such a leveling up and it felt it felt uncomfortable, like un- unnatural for me. I'd never experienced anything like that growing up, but that was part of her family's culture. Um, so yeah, I don't think I was the same after that. Like, I th- I think I was learning to appreciate, um, looking good and, and dressing well and w- what that actually means, you know, high, high quality clothes. Um, and, and it, it was, uh, I guess me seeing myself in a different light that I could, you know, value myself more. You know, I think that was one of the take homes. I, I don't, I don't think I really uh, lived that out until probably after my divorce, you know, because I was still stuck in the, you know, the nice guy. I, I, I don't know if this is a typical nice guy thing, but maybe it's a mama's boy thing. Just like Did having she... my, having my, uh, my wife come shopping with me, you know, it was like my mom taking me shopping and I totally played into that, you know?
0: So did you not pay any attention to it? You thought, okay, whatever, I trust your judgment and I'll leave it to you because I guess you're not paying any, any fo you know, focusing on that.
2: You know, I was, I was starting to appreciate clothes more, but what I didn't do is trust myself and my own judgment about clothes. So I, I just didn't feel like I could take myself shopping by myself and get good clothes. I, I felt like oh, I needed her or her family's uh, validation for whatever I picked out, you know, so w- which is kind of a um, encapsulates my marriage in a lot of ways. Like I, I needed validation for, for my decisions. So um, I really didn't break that pattern until after we split. And then I realized, Oh, I, I can take myself shopping. I can, I, I can start trying stuff out. I can take some risks, uh, yeah, and, and it's yeah. fine. Like it's, it's, it isn't a headache. Uh, this is actually fun. So, you know, yeah, that, look, those are some of the changes I've made.
0: Yeah. Cause a lot of guys, a lot of guys say, Hey, this is not me. This is not my style because they're so comfortable in what they've grown up with that when there is some, you know, insights into it, you know, you know, you can you can dress better, and and usually the response I get is, "This is not me." Uh, ever happened to you, Chuck? Have I had experience with a client or someone saying, "Well, that's not me," and you know that they need to really focus on improving their appearance? Um, I I think that what I tend
1: to focus on more is how somebody feels and giving them the empowerment to be able to choose what they want to wear. Because I, I mean, it's subjective. the title of our, our show today is, you know, to dress like a man, what does a man dress like? You know, is that flannels? Is that, you know, um, outdoor wear, hunting wear? I mean, that would be something that a man would wear. Um, or is it three piece suits or is it just a t-shirt and jeans? One of the things I think that happens with nice guys is that they, because they're trying to seek approval, they will try to seek approval from the outward. So how I dress. So I think there's two types of nice guys. One nice guy is kind of like, I don't want anybody to see me. And so they dress down. And then the other kind of nice guy is I want everybody's approval. I want everybody looking at me so that Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, validated. And, and I think that it has to come from within you. So it's not for me, it's not about the clothes. It's about the man in the clothes. And that if you have confidence, you could be wearing, you know, a grocery bag and look stunning, I think. But I think to your point that a lot of nice guys dress down because they don't want people looking at them or they don't want to have some kind of attention drawn to them. They wanted to just sort of fit in, um, so uh, to answer your question, I really try to focus on not so much what a guy is wearing, but how he feels in his body. Because I think that's the most important thing when it comes to that. You know, I go back to, you know, the nice guy rules. You know, if you're an adult, if you're a man, you get to make your own decisions. So decide what works for you and go do that. Um, that That's my take. Anyway, I don't know. What about you, Ari? Ari?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that I saw people who spent a lot of time and money and energy on on clothes as superficial and narcissistic and that, I, you know, this this is what I told myself, that I I didn't want to lump myself in with them, you know, Mm -hmm. that I I was somehow um, a better person. Uh, but, but I, I, I think, uh, I, I wasn't really paying attention to myself and and valuing myself. It's it's interesting because I I think there were ways that I have valued myself, like, you know, working out and going to the gym for, for me, for whatever reason uh, paying attention to my, my body that way of my fitness felt, uh, easier than than Mm. clothes. So I I don't know if part of that is that I grew up uh, paying more attention to fitness. And maybe that was part of my family's culture a little bit more. Definitely my family's culture. I don't think there's an attention to, to fashion or style. Mm. Like, I just did not learn that growing up. You know, so I, I was actually thinking as I was getting ready for this show, like, you know, what is the responsibility of the father mm-hmm. to teach their, their son or their children about style. You know, is, is it, is it the father's job? Is it the mother's job? Is it both?
0: Do you, do you think, uh, you know, looking back at, you know, when we, when it comes to, you know, our style and a lot of my style was because I like Chuck's point is, you know, I'm, I'm playing it down. I don't, I don't want to pay any attention. Also, there was something deeper going on for me. And when I see this with with a lot of the guys is what I call the, the mindset fracture, they're not feeling good enough. And what happens is they're, okay, well, I'm not feeling good enough in this area in my life. I'm not feeling good enough in this area. So why should I bother with the way I look? And again, you have the opposite side is when they're trying to compensate by looking too good. They're, they're, they're too focused on the appearance, but there's no balance. There's no moderation and temperance on this. And they're trying to compensate for it. And what I noticed is when I was not feeling worthy of myself, I wouldn't want to treat myself to you know, something of quality. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not worthy of that. I, you know, I don't deserve that. Or if I did buy something, I'd be so protective over it. I don't want to use it. I don't want to wear it because it'll wear out. Something will happen to it. I don't want to get it wrong. And I remember having a friend, and he, he'd buy good stuff. It didn't have to be very expensive, but he'd buy good stuff. And he says, "Well, yeah, because I, I'm, I'm deserving of this. You now I work hard for it. So why shouldn't I?" Um, you know, spend here. And it goes back to that same podcast, you know, that we did was odd, nice guys, cheap as fuck, you know? And one of, when I was at a, um, a seminar and one of the ladies, she rolled up a pair of knickers and threw it at, you know, the audience. And it was, it was a great laugh. And we you know, somebody caught it. And she was saying that, do you have really old Warner clothes in your wardrobe? And she says, look at the deeper meaning, the philosophical meaning, the, the behind-the-scenes meaning of what are you? why do you have all of these clothes? And at that point, I was thinking, well, yeah, I do have lot of, some clothes that are worn out, some clothes I never touch, but I just cling on to them. So maybe you find yourself that like, you're clinging on to clothes or worn out clothes, and you don't want to let go of them.
2: Ari? Uh, yes, h- historically, I've done that. There was a, I don't know, I was thinking about a t-shirt that I had for about 20 years. It was, this is just sort of a random uh, story, but uh, it was was after the Bulls won the championship in 1992. And I went to the rally and I bought this bootleg t-shirt, Jordan for president, Michael Jordan for president. Um, So I, I was quite proud of it. I mean, I got it as a teenager, but I had it literally for like 20 years until it was in shreds. And I, and I think I, di- I didn't realize that maybe people were kind of make, making fun of me for wearing something that was um, falling apart. Um, so in, in terms of keep keeping something around that, doesn't necessarily look good i think that's an example of that you know i i think i i kept it out of nostalgia but i'm not necessarily yeah. always paying attention to like the other meanings Does
0: that yeah. Make sense? yeah i see a lot of a lot of nice guys when i go through like chuck you were saying that i believe appearance is important but it's not the most important thing i think obviously in the internal work is uh, far more important to do also the internal world and external walls they kind of reflect each other as well what's happening in your inside world if there's chaos is there going to be chaos in your outside world as well and especially when single guys i think it's single guys and guys in relationships it makes such a big difference when it comes to attraction because when a guy doesn't make any effort she's you know, subconsciously thinking well is he going to not make an effort with me where else is he not going to make an effort where else is is he not going to? Happen? And again, on especially guys who are single and you want to get more dates, if your clothes, if you don't make any effort on that, you are not going to get any matches. It's very rare that if you don't make an effort on your clothes, that you're going to get any matches. Studies show that Chuck, you asked the question between what's in you know, a boy dressing, what's a you know like a man dressing. One of the big distinction is. Is that they dress? They take time and effort into dressing, as in they they focus on that. They don't just pick up anything and just run off with it. And they look—that's what kids do. I, you know, I've seen my kids; they'll just wear anything for the sake of wearing anything, and they'll have cartoons and dresses on it. Whereas a man, I believe, just takes leadership in that area too. So it's about taking leadership in that area, figuring out what he likes, what his style is. Research showed that high value. Clothing or high-value st- uh, clothing gave men better chance of having um, – of mating opportunities than guys who would dress sloppy. So guys with – that would show higher status like blazers, suits, gave them more of a chance. And also at the workplace or in any kind of business environment, it gave them a chance of seeing as more of an authority because it's a natural – reaction that we have when someone's well-dressed, we naturally give them power of authority. We naturally put them on a pedestal. It's a natural, uh, response that we have an instinctual response. And I think that's what a big difference is, especially for single guys. Now want to get dating out there. It's so difficult matching. They need to dress well.
2: I'm, I'm realizing, uh, that, uh, with the zoom revolution and the pandemic, like that has affected me too. I mean, pr- prior to the pandemic, I was—I uh, had two offices, my private practice, I had a hospital job. So I, w- I was dressing up and wearing ties and, you know, nicer clothes all the time. And now, you know, there aren't so many rules for seeing private clients on Zoom. Um, even just like thinking about what pants you're going to wear,
1: I don't wear pants. It Does,
2: Doesn't matter what <laughs> pants you wear. Pa- pants is
1: trousers. I'm not even right? wearing
0: pants now. So
2: yeah, like Faisal's wearing sweatpants right now,
0: and you wouldn't even know it. No, nope. pa- pants in the UK are like underwear. Mm-hmm. You wear yeah, them right, on so the outside, <laughs> like Commando. Uh, do you know um, when I when I used to play uh, in a poker tournaments? There was one guy. And uh, he wasn't great with, great with women, like, typical nice guy kind of guy. And he happened to get together with this girl and they, and they chatted. And I think they kind of dated a few weeks. And one day I said to this guy, I said, hey, how's it all going? And he says, no, she, she, you know, we ended it. She ended it. I said, okay, what happened? And he didn't really say anything. And one of his close friends found out and he said, well, they got quite, intimate they got quite close uh, you know he was undressing himself and he had superman boxer shorts on <laughs> and she said no way that, that was for her I like I'm not gonna get intimate with a guy who wears superman pants and that was it she just laughed and it just killed the whole romance and that was it that, w- that was her deal breaker for her Do,
2: one of do other you have things a deal breaker oh, go I was sorry one one
1: of the things I've noticed is like if you go to a department store though the size of the women's area for clothing versus the size of the area for the men's clothing is completely disproportionate I mean you can go to a department store and there's you know rows and rows and rows of women's clothing I go into the guy section and there's like three rows, you know, there's, there's your, your, you know, your basic button up shirts, your t-shirts, your polo shirts, pants and shorts, you know, and then outside of that, there's just, there's just not a lot of variety. And, um, I think that also probably contributes to at least this to me. I mean, I walk into someplace and I look at the clothes and I'm like, there's, you know, why do I want to buy new clothes when basically everything on the
0: rack is exactly what I have at home? Or
1: yeah. pretty similar.
0: Yeah. A, a lot of guys approach style like they approach seduction. And and they approach the style in the same way as very logical. And this is why a lot of guys struggle when it comes to uh, seduction is because they're thinking in a very logical term. They're, they're forgetting the whole process of what it represents, what it means, the, the final lines. So when guys are thinking, well, this just practical. I just need to get X, Y, and Z. There's, there's a whole representation of, of the way you show up in the world. There's more flavor. And that's the thing. When, when it comes to seduction, most guys' seduction is very flavorless, which is sometimes – and can happen with their style. And, it, and I like what you said about, um, Chuck, that you know you just wear a black shirt, black you know, jeans or something. My style has gone very much towards that. It's very simple now. And I just add a blazer, a good watch, and good shoes. And again, what it is, is that it's, it's thought about. It doesn't have to be, you know, really fancy. But what it has to be is someone who takes care of themselves. You know, iron their shirt, make sure that their shoes are clean, make sure that their, you know, their clothes are fitted. And one of the tips I wanted to give um, about this, and I love some of the tips that you have when it comes to st- style and fashion as well, is just keep it simple. Don't need to like. For example, one of the worst things I've seen guys do is they wear like really um, graphical shirts. Uh, the, there's a the picture of me. Shirts? Uh, the, uh. Well, it's it's more about like there's there's Mr Happy on there. I saw one guy, or I had uh, trousers on when I was young, and when you know my mum used to dress me. There's a picture on my Instagram. There's a guy. I put you know when you dress versus when your mum dresses. There's a, I've got jeans with the Freddie Fred Flintstone on like a massive red flint on my jeans, right? This is the kind of stuff that stuff that you know, women will judge you on. It's like, who dresses you? So when guys go out with t-shirts with like characters on, you know, cartoons on there, or Star Wars and things like that, yeah, okay, I get that. But when it comes to your pulling power, it just reduces your pulling power. Of course, your confidence is gonna outshine that. But what I'm saying is the first step is attention, then comes attraction, Then comes, you know, connection. If you fail at the attention part, not grabbing the right attention, it can be very difficult to build the next part, which is attraction as well. So guys, what are your fashion style or tips that you give guys or give yourself? Let's start with you, Chuck. (laughs) Again, I don't give tips on fashion. This is (laughs) the thing that I focus on. So, uh,
1: but you know, I, I think the opposite of that is I've had clients who, you know, are wearing shoes that have holes in them or something like that, and, mm-hmm. you know, that they're wearing things that are clearly just, you know, and and I'll, I will say something about that, because I think it, it, that does reflect how, you know, you show up in the world. And, you know, one of the questions that I wrote about this in the 30 Day Journal is, you know, a guy comes in and he's got holes in his shoes. And I say, would you ever let your wife walk around with holes in her shoes? And he's like, well, no way. And I said, well, then why would you allow that for yourself? So I think a a, a reference point is if you wouldn't let your woman dress like that, why would you dress like that? Or if you wouldn't allow, you know, somebody that you cared about to dress like that, why would you allow yourself to dress like that? Again, my tips are, the, I think the accessories, you know, the minimalistic accessories, a nice watch, nice shoes, a well-fitted shirt, jeans, and you can't go wrong with that. And then, like you said, you can layer that with a sports coat. You can layer it with, you know, a pea coat or, you know, scarf or something like that. And you can just really kind of up your, your look on that way. And I gotta say, I kind of like a graphic t-shirt once in a while, you know, I'll wear a graphic t-shirt with a sports coat. Um, and it looks pretty cool. I think maybe people are laughing at me, but you know,
0: it's okay. You're not on dating profiles. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Ari, what so about fun. you? Yeah. As long as you think you're cool, that's the most important, right? Ari, what right. about you? What, what's your yeah. tip?
2: I, I don't. I don't know if I have specific style tips. I I, I think fitted is is critical. You, you know, it, you, you can't look frumpy. Um. So you, you know, I'll you know comment on that, and you know, if someone's showing me their their dating app profile. Um. Yeah. So don't. You know, be classic, but. um but also you know add accessories jewelry a hat uh got to have nice shoes I, I think that that was something that i had to learn to do was like nice shoes i mean you don't mm-hmm. have to spend a thousand dollars but but probably a couple hundred to get a nice pair of shoes um and it it makes a difference yeah um, yeah n- nice it- ties yeah
0: yeah there's a saying better wear you bad Clothes and your bad shoes, because you know the first thing that people look at is just look That's at your mean. shoes as well. I remember uh, years ago when I was quite young, I was going into a nightclub with my friend, and uh, the woman at the entrance looked at me up and down, and she was hesitated. And I said, "You know, why can't we come in?" And she just looked at my shoes, and she just pointed at them. And to me, I thought, well, what's wrong with that? She said, they're worn out. And I asked my friend, I said, are they really worn out? Because to me, it didn't even register they were worn out. I was, like, I was just so accustomed to them. And he said, yeah, they're a bit worn out. So it took somebody else to point it out for me to realize, okay, I really need to pay more attention here. And what I realized was I need to pay a lot more attention because there was one a matchmaker I was talking to, and she said the, the couple went on a date. And he had a, a, a like a hole in his in his jumper, sweater. And she just couldn't let that go. It was bugging her all night. And that was one of the reasons why she said, look, I don't want to date him anymore. I, you know, I, I believe there's much more reasons for just holding a jumper. But she just kept pointing that she goes, it was just a hole his jumper. I just couldn't let that go because he was sloppy. He didn't make an effort for me to show up. I made a lot of effort for the date and he couldn't even get a jumper without a hole in it. So to her, it was really um, a big deal. So guys, thank you, so. I really appreciate that. One of the things I take away from that is, yeah, definitely wear fitted clothes. Here's one one of my one of my big tips to all guys is regarding fitted clothes, make sure that sometimes you know we all fluctuate and we put on weight. Don't start to wear bigger clothes to accommodate that. Let that pain go. Don't don't change your uh, clothes sizes just because you you know you're getting more weight. It's just it's a it's a great reference point to say I need to work on myself more. And that's one of the things I did was when I started to put on weight, I never changed my sizes because I know that if I change my size, I'll then get into the next comfort zone. So keep the size always to what you desire for it to be. Gentlemen, this has been The Nice Guy Show, and I was joined with Chuck and Ari. Make sure you like and subscribe, and also check out other shows that we have. And also, you can check out niceguyshow.com if you want to reach out to any of us. Stay tuned for the next one. Take care. You've been listening
1: to The Nice Guy Show, the podcast that helps nice guys move past their insecurities and fears into the fullness of their masculine strength and confidence. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and check out the website niceguyshow.com for more information on how to connect with Chuck and Faisal. Until next time, keep living your best life.